G'day everybody and welcome to another week of This Week in Crypto. My name is Craig Cobb, founder at TraderCobb.com. And it's been a very interesting week. Currently, as I present this piece of news information, we are sitting Bitcoin up about 6.7% this week so far, which is off the back of another good week, which was last week. Of course, we still have much, much time left in the week. But it's a good start and cyclicity is starting to come back for those crypto traders out there. We're starting to look pretty darn nice. We still got to get through 46,000 for me to have that uh, additional confidence based off the monthly and weekly chart. But anyway, enough about that. Let's talk about this week in crypto and what's actually going on. Big news here in my home country of Australia. Now, whilst those in the know have been aware that FTX have been A, operating here and B, really hustling hard to get the licensing required and pushing things through to try and help with the regulatory side as well. We'll have had a breakthrough. As you can see, Australia poised to reform crypto as FTX opens up nation's first branch. The crypto space is headed for some massive changes, but one company is already miles ahead of the government. Now, I'm not quite sure where they got that little snippet from. How can you be miles ahead of a government that doesn't have set structure in place just yet? It just doesn't make any sense. But anyway, good trynews.com.au. You're usually full of BS, but hey, let's see if we've got anything decent in here. The Australian government is poised to reform its current cryptocurrency rules in a bid to empower the estimated 800,000 Australians dabbling with digital assets. And of course, Australia is a minnow of a country, but it packs a hell of a punch. We are a test country for many major companies and corporations around the world to test their products on Westerners because we are consumers. And we are already in digital assets in a big way. So it makes sense to see more framework in place. It's going to be interesting, though, because our government seems to say one thing and do nothing about anything else. So it will be followed up by me on this weekly news segment. So please make sure that you like, share, subscribe, and uh, switch on those notifications as well if you'd like to be given updates along the way. Now, from this article, furthermore, with a number of investors in Australia increasing by 63% in 2021 compared to the year before, the government believes it is time to add a framework to support consumer confidence. As long as the government stays out of it, I'd say consumer confidence will probably stay pretty high. <laughs> oh, ain't that the truth? The Treasury Department weighed in as well. The Treasury Department is now calling for feedback on its proposed changes. Excellent. They want our feedback so they can tell us that they're not doing anything about it. Yes, I am certainly cynical about the government being involved in this process. Why? Because we have had this opportunity before here in Australia to put forward some views, thoughts and opinions. Now, with an overwhelming majority going towards one thing, they went the other way. So, yeah, I guess it's just one of those things to massage the ego of the people to make them feel like they believe that they're involved in the process. We're not going to get anything on that. They'll do what they want. That's what governments do. Uh, yeah, I'm cynical. Uh, I'm not just cynical about, uh, like, government as a whole. I'm not massively cynical. I think it's definitely got its place. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, but this one in power at the moment, definitely cynical. <laughs> They've pretty much done nothing of their promises from the last election. But we've got an election coming up. So perhaps that will kick them into gear to lie more so they can do nothing else for the next four years. Who knows? Or maybe they'll be booted from power and we will get some real reform. We'll see how we go. Anyway, the paper suggests that crypto service providers should need a license to operate. Here's a kicker. 
It would be a separate, so it would be separate from the Australian Financial Services Licence, commonly known as an AFSL, with service providers uh, a CASP licence inserted. I don't know what a CASSP licence is. I suppose it's something crypto related. The thing is, I can tell you right now, it is extraordinarily hard to get an AFSL here in this country. It's not so much they will not provide you with an AFSL, it's that nobody will insure you if you have anything to do with crypto. So I am praying for this to move ahead. I am hopeful that we see more reform here, more change, and a more clear outlet, uh, an outlook, I should say, for people that are trying to set up or running crypto-related businesses. So good news out of Australia. Very cynical point of view from me. I do, I, well, no, I won't apologise. Uh, that's just the way that we are here in Australia at the moment after being beat down for quite some time by an incompetent group of leaders. And that's just the facts. Eh. <laughs> All right, on to the next uh, article here with Cointelegraph. Almost half of Germans to invest in crypto. Report. 44% of Germans are motivated to invest in crypto, according to a report released by KuCoin. What do the experts think? Expert, gotta love an expert. Gotta love the word expert, makes it sound real, real good. Notably, 44% of Germans are motivated to invest in cryptocurrencies to be part of the future of finance. Well, over a third, or 37% of German crypto investors have been trading cryptocurrencies for over a year. This is coming out of Germany. Now, why I said Germany with like a French accent? That was a bit weird. My apologies. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's the richest country in Europe, and uh, they've got a lot of people there too, mate. They've got a lot of people there, and they are involved in crypto. Very, very cool. Cryptocurrencies are very popular among the supporters of the accumulation strategy, especially among the younger generation. They prefer to save for retirement on their own and diversify their savings through the use of cryptocurrencies because they're smart, because they're smart, because they're smart, because crypto is here to stay, because crypto has proven its way, and it's another option that doesn't have the same effects as inflation. So I can totally understand why these youngsters are doing the right thing for them. For Florian Duhert Breyer, Managing Director of F5 Crypto, Germany is a role model for other EU countries whose populations are generally more open to long-term investments. Furthermore, as the largest country in the EU with a notoriously risk-averse view of financial assets, Germany has a special role to play. He adds, the high number of women interested in crypto is particularly encouraging as this target group is, on average, less active in the financial market, example, stock market. So it's great to hear more women uh, coming up and, and being involved in this space. I've been talking about women in crypto for many, many years now. And um, it's, you know, as much as the last two years I haven't been traveling around the world doing what I normally would do because of the pandemic and whatnot, um, there has been, I have seen a creep up of women being involved and it makes me very, very happy. A friend of mine who is now in Dubai, Nikita, she has the largest, or I think the largest PR company in crypto in the world right now. And she's absolutely knocked it out of the park. She had an idea, she had a plan, she went after it and good for her. I'm stoked for her to watch her growth and the amount of other women she is bringing with her. So ladies, there is nothing that you can't do. You've just got to get, your, like anyone, you've got to get your mind in the game, and I wish you all the best. And if I can help, let me know. I'd love to. Katrina Gehra, 
CEO and co-founder of Immutable Insight, also picks up on the changing demographics of crypto investors. Younger demographics show more self-directed and equity-focused investment, sorry, equity-focused investment style, and are generally significantly more aware of inflation's risks in particular. Yes, because maybe they can lie to the older generations, but not to the younger generations. You print lots and 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 lots of money. In the case of the US, 80% of the circulating dollars out there have been printed in the last 200-bit years. If you are going to then say inflation is not due to that, you are lying completely lying. It's the simple case of supply and demand. It is the simple case of understanding basic economics. Good on you guys. Avoiding that inflation by taking action into your own hands. Let's hope that Germany supports this move in the right direction and we see it travel like wildfire, not only across Europe, but across the whole world. Because by Jingo, by George, we could do it. We could use it. It would be great. Heading to Al Jazeera, which I haven't reported from for a very long time. Crypto provides fix for some if some in crisis hit Afghanistan. Digital currencies, impervious to international sanctions, allow a handful of young Afghans to avoid the worst of the crisis. This sounds like good news to me. Now, in this example, so in this article, there is an example of a woman. Her name is Akrimi. Nineteen is one of the one hundred students in Herat receiving approximately two hundred dollars a month. Uh, in cryptocurrency since September, thanks to American NGO Code to Inspire. This sum, which she converts at a bureau de change into Afghanis, is crucial for the rent and to help feed her family of six. Now, the, here is a 19-year-old woman who has a family of six and her mother, and she is trying to pay rent, put food on the table, and look after these people. Where would she be without cryptocurrency? I don't know. Let's go further down the article and see exactly what that means, because I do know there is a limit on how much people can actually take out of the bank in Afghanistan. And as you'll find out, it's very difficult to get money there in the first place. It was very surprising for me to learn that this could be used in Afghanistan, Akrimi told the AFP news agency. It was really helpful. And it is. I mean, borderless transactions and low-cost, high-speed, uh, decentralized. This is what this space is about. Sure, uh, most people have been wrapped up in the whole let's get rich doing it. And look, I'm cool with that. You know, like we've, if, if we can be thinking of ourselves in a, in a sense... And if thinking of ourselves gets us into this space, and as this space grows, whilst this space grows, while it gets more attention, while it gets more legislation, while it gets more widely used and known, even if we come into this space with selfish pretenses, we are helping the greater community and the bigger perspective, sorry, the bigger picture, which is to help people. That's what Bitcoin was there for, to give people options. It's great to see. And whilst, yeah, I'm here to make money as well, I'm also lo loving seeing the growth uh, and this sort of stuff, these sort of good news things coming out. Bank transfers to Afghanistan are almost impossible currently due to Western sanctions, says the article. But even those with money in the bank struggle to get it out. Individuals are limited to withdrawing the equivalent of $200 a week and businesses $2,000 a week. Now that is a very crazy thing. Now don't get me wrong, I'm not going to sit here on my soapbox and pretend that I know, um, you know how much money that is over there. That might be and probably is a very large amount of money uh, in Afghani because I would suspect that their dollar has been or that their currency has been absolutely decimated since the rule of the Taliban having come back in post 
a, what, 20-year war that appears to have achieved very little, unfortunately, for the people because they're still having a lot of problem, a lot of stress, and guess what? They are under Taliban rule. So it's great to see a little bit of help coming in here in the sense or in the form of digital currency. I suspect the only way for this to travel around Afghan uh, properly, Afghanistan properly, would be through word of mouth because I'm not quite sure about how open the TV networks and internet and these sorts of things are. My suspicion would be that they are very difficult to get that sort of information out anyway. Even when people want to get money out of the bank in this country, they are waiting for hours, queuing for hours even for those transactions. Another little quote out of here from uh, Fereshte Fora. Uh, Crypto is an incredible way to overcome all kinds of political and economic sanctions, but also a tool that can change the lives of people living in an authoritarian regime, says the American whose parents fled Afghanistan in the 1980s. Let me read that again, because this kind of, for me, is a huge benefit for crypto and a big reason we should be seeing more support globally. And if we don't get that support, well, it's we're just going to have to force it through the door, aren't we? I'll read it again. Crypto is an incredible way to overcome all kinds of political and economic sanctions, but also a tool that can change the lives of people living in an authoritarian, sorry, authoritarian, oh, I can't say that word, regime. My tongue is getting twisted. That is fantastic. I love that. It is great news for the people of Afghanistan. And let's hope that they can move forward and find a little bit more joy in their world. Exxon. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I move across now to an article with Exxon. E-double-X-O-N. Ways taking gas to Bitcoin pilot to four countries. How, I hear you ask. Well, the oil giant launched its back-end crypto pilot in... Hang on, hang on. Let me do this again. The oil giant launched its backing crypto pilot back in January 2021. I did that. Dad joke. Booyah. If you didn't get it, get a kid. You'll get it. (laughs) Couldn't help myself. The miners are pushing to use flared gas to power operations. Excuse me. ExxonMobil Corp is running a pilot program using excess natural gas that would otherwise be burned off from North Dakota oil wells to power cryptocurrency mining operations and is considered doing the same at other sites around the globe, according to people familiar with the matter and a very long sentence apparently. So they're looking at these options to expand their operation further within this pilot program or taking it down from being a pilot program and making it a bloody full-scale program. The pilot project, which launched in January... Sorry, the pilot project, which launched back in January 2021 (laughs) and expanded in July, uses up... uses up 18 million cubic feet of gas per month that would have otherwise been burned off or flared because there aren't enough pipelines. Hang on, 18 million cubic feet of gas per month that's going to waste. That seems in that that's that seems like an in, I mean an incredible amount of energy that is being wasted. So I guess that's why they're doing it. No shit, but you know what it's it's just one of those things it's like when when they when the numbers come in you you see those in the movies and stuff, you know, the big the big gas pipes with the fire coming out of the top or if you drive through different rural areas of the world, you'll see that as well. But to put a number to it, 18 million cubic feet since January 2021, we're talking 13 months ago, 
That seems like a huge amount wasted. Anyway, uh, one of the other things down here that I wanted to speak about is with what Exxon are coming in and saying about uh, the shale gas, or sort of shale oil, let me tell you. Shale, shale oil produces so much excess gas that it ends up being vented into the air or burned off. Natural gas is comprised mostly of methane, a global warming agent that is more than 80 times more powerful than carbon dioxide during its first two decades in the atmosphere. North Dakota, Colorado and Wyoming are among the first places to use crypto mining to slash methane emissions. But wait a second. Wait a second. I thought crypto and Bitcoin mining was ruining the planet. Now it's saving the planet. Good. And it makes perfect logical sense. So ExxonMobil pushing in there. And here's the thing. Now, as far as the headline goes, yeah, Exxon is in there talking about Bitcoin and, and having these pilot programs. Why? Uh, well, there's one reason. Bitcoin equals money or it, you know, leasing the, the gas out or selling the gas to Bitcoin miners equals money. <clears throat> Two, and the bigger one for me, I believe, is that with all this global warming talk and, and whatnot, especially over in the US with, this, with the administration at the moment being so hell-bent on um, you know, not producing uh, carbon in any way, shape or form, just buying their you know, power from other areas. Uh, they've got, they're going to be importing a lot and not doing it so domestically. Now, I don't have a stance on that. However, what it means is that in, a, in an administration like that, for Exxon to be saying, hey, we're doing better things. We're making sure that we're not wasting energy. We're saving the planet by burning, not, not burning this off and putting it in the atmosphere. We're actually turning that into energy, which, yeah, there is going to be emissions from that, but it's going to go into Bitcoin. It gives them a couple of extra points. And you know that they're lobbyists, for which there will be plenty, and they will be paid a lot of money and paying a lot of money to the government. It might just help us. It might just help us. So that's a big picture breakdown of this article of Exxon because Exxon is one of the most powerful companies in the US and the world. It could really be a big step in the right direction for us beyond just a single headline here about burning off gas. And finally, we end with another bit of fraud. Why do I do this every week? I tell you every week why I do this. It is because when it comes to crypto and digital assets, my objective is to make sure you're educated as much as you possibly can be. Now, it's up to you as to how far you take your education. Maybe you just watch a couple of videos on YouTube. Maybe you just join a Telegram group and do whatever anyone tells you to do. Hey, hey, listen here. You've got to take responsibility for your actions and your money. Why? Because the US Justice Department charges to an NFP, NFT rug pull scheme. They pulled the rug out from under the victims, U.S. Attorney Damian Williams said, of the creators of the Frosty's NFT collection. Frosty's! It better be an orange tiger. Two men allegedly behind the Frosty's non-fungible token project, an infamous scam whose Discord server reportedly evaporated hours after Mint, were charged Thursday with money laundering and wire fraud by U.S. prosecutors in the Southern District of New York. That reminds me of... Billions. There you go. The arrested thieves allegedly hid behind online identities where they promised investors rewards, giveaways, and exclusive opportunities before implementing their rug pull scheme, leaving investors with empty pockets and no legitimate investment. HSI New York's Dark Web and Cryptocurrency Task Force worked closely with the IRS CI partners to identify and shut down these fraudsters as they prepared to launch the sale of yet another 
NFT project that would have likely scammed countless others. There are career criminals that are out there. There are career criminals that are out there in our space. You need to learn to understand how to trust, but you don't need to trust if you do the homework correctly. It's not a matter of trust. It should be a matter of uh, executing a strategy. There needs to be some form of trust in your own ability. There are some things that I've been sent that just smell like shit, look like shit, and guess what? They are shit. If it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, chances are it's not a unicorn. All right, so the thing is, is what do we look for? What does a duck look like? What does a duck sound like? Well, especially when you've never seen or heard a duck, it can be very, very difficult. And whilst you navigate this space, I do recommend that you look through some of the other YouTube content that I have available, particularly the Beginner's Guide to Cryptocurrency, which is on this channel. It will help you navigate. It won't teach you everything, but it will give you a foot in the door from a trusted source. I'm hoping that I'm trusted by you. So a pretty interesting week in crypto. And currently, as I say, the market is up at the moment. It's great to see cyclicity of trends coming back in really nicely. Trading uh, conditions getting much, much better for us traders out there. It is looking a lot better. I still need to see 46,000 taken out because at the moment, there is some cyclicity there on the daily and the four hour, eight hour and whatnot. But we still need some serious levels to be taken out. Cardano back above a dollar had a huge surge during this week. And we are starting to see some alts really start to move. But Bitcoin's got to get its engine going to help us and the market to push through that next stage, hopefully of growth and hopefully hitting above 100,000 this year. I say hopefully, it's not a prediction. <laughs> Guys, I hope you've had a fantastic week and continue to do so. Please, <clears throat> excuse me, like, share, subscribe to my YouTube. If you're listening to this on my podcast, you will see there below in the description are all the links that you need to get access to absolutely everything you could possibly hope for. Please share this content if you do like it. It goes a long way to helping me. Also hit that like button, leave any comments or ask any questions, and I will endeavor to get back to you upon those. Have a great day. That is another episode of This Week in Crypto. Bye for now.